All right, three, two, one, go. All right, welcome to the very first podcast of 2020. Yeah, the very first podcast of the decade. Um, today I'm joined with my boy Jello. What up? JN. Hello. And Victoria. Hi. Myself, I'm Gerard. What are we talking about today, bro? We are talking about how to be successful. Oh, yeah. Great success. Great success. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think how to be successful is very relevant for our age right now. We're in our 20s and we just passed the season where everyone's, all of our parents, all of our relatives are asking us about what are we going to do, mm-hmm. what our plan yeah. is, what our 10-year plan is. Jeez. You know, what, what are you going to do in 20 years' time? Where do you see yourself in 20 years' time? Where's your, where's your girlfriend? Soon, bro. Time. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Tell me. In tell me lifetime. exactly how you're going to live your life. What are you doing tomorrow, <laughs> bro? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> how to be successful. <laughs> yeah. So it's very daunting, very daunting question, um, like just giving out, giving out your life goal to people when you're at, at this age. So I wanted to help people with that. So um, the first question, we'll tackle it. How do you define success? Jayan, how, how would you define the set? Success. CX. <laughs> success. Sorry. Maybe cut that out. <laughs> no, it's right. Go. Yeah. So, success. Yeah. Um, it's such a broad thing. Like, you could define it any which way. Like, in terms of business, it, it's different in terms of personal mm-hmm. goals. But for me personally, success is um, when I meet the expectations or when I. Yeah, when I meet the expectations of my goals. Okay. Yeah. Mm, sorry, I burped. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Gerard. Um, success. Bro, honestly, I reckon success is subjective. Mm-hmm. Because some yeah. some kid might look at me and be like, oh, dude, you're so successful right now. Like, you're doing a master's. Like, what? Mm. No. Like, for me, I'm not... I'm not close to being successful yeah. i'm nowhere near where i want to be but i'm, I'm further than, than where i was you know mm. um i know for my uh from my mom's side especially they're very education based like i i reckon every fellow grows up thinking that educating education is the most important thing in their life like blah 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 right yeah. uh, i'm sure this is all familiar to you but yeah yeah i remember getting asked questions like oh so what do you do now are you still at vans I'm like yeah <laughs> like didn't you graduate yeah, like, and and then because um, all my cousins uh, straight after uni they either became a nurse, they're in business, blah blah blah. Yeah. When I graduated, I decided to keep on studying, and like mm. they're like, mm. oh, so you don't have a full time job? I'm like, no. <laughs> so like, it's just like sometimes it just feels like it's embarrassing, right? Especially if you're part of that background where education is this, and if you know, like I did an arts degree, man. Like, yeah. Um, Woo. that's r- pretty. Kill. Like, <laughs> Amazing. That's, that's a pretty downer if you're like mm. Filipino. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed enough to have parents who, who are just like, go for it, go for your dreams. Like, yeah. who's going to be there at the end? That's It's you. It's on you. If you mm. can provide for yourself, that's on you. Mm. And I said, okay, cool. Thanks, Dad. But like, yeah. But um, if I wasn't in that position, I honestly don't know what I would do. Like, obviously, right now, God's been changing um, my thought on what success really is. Yeah. And it's. Honestly, going from glory to glory, you know what I mean? But even in the midst of failure, you're still going to learn and then succeed. So just a succession of success. Wow. Mm. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah. Victoria. Your answer was really long. <coughs> Sorry, dude. Whatever. Um, I was, this is like the only thing, you know how you sent us the questions first, like what yeah. we're going to talk about? Yeah. This was like the only one I actually thought about, <laughs> to okay. be honest. But cool, it's good cool. because... Um, uh, I can see that I can see in my opinion there can be like two sides of success so there's uh, you seeing yourself as being good at something so you're successful and then other people seeing that you're good at it to say that you're successful does that make sense? Yeah so six uh, the first type is yeah so you you're happy with yourself Mm. versus you're happy because someone else is happy with you. Yeah. So, th- in my opinion, there's like one aspect of it is that there's two types. So, you can be successful for in your own eyes to be good at something and you know that you're good at it. Like, 
um, me with calligraphy. Like when I first started out, <laughs> mm. I wasn't that good, but mm. other people saw it as good. So I was encouraged by it. And now I, I actually think that my writing's pretty good. Like mm. my calligraphy is pretty good. Yeah. So in that way, like other people thinking that I'm successful at calligraphy uh, helped me actually become better at it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Very nice. nice. Mm. What about you? Oh, yeah. What about you, Jello? <laughs> Thank, Thank you for asking. What do you define success to be? That's a good question. Uh, oh, he's got a The book's out. Um, he's got a notebook. Yeah, my, the way I see success is um, you've got to follow God's, pers- God's purpose and plan for your life. Because if you follow your own and you meet him and you have to give account for your life, and you're like, God, I had a good life. But it's not and then God it. said, it's not the one that I planned. Mm. Dunzo, you know? Yeah. Failed. <laughs> you know? And there's that verse that says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Mm. But forfeits his soul. But forfeits his soul. Don't mm. finish it for you. No, you can. No, you can <laughs> finish it. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Gains the whole world. To many people, that would be successful. Like, Mm. Imagine if I gained, if me, like I gained millies. the whole world. Yeah. Like if I was president, I was, I had all the knowledge, mm. I had all the money. Mm. You'd think that I'm like, I'm pretty successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like God says, what does it profit a man if he gains all of that? That's the best case scenario on earth, but he forfeits his own soul. So success for me is being the man, woman that God created you to be and reaching it and living it mm. so yeah. that at the end of it, you can go to, you can meet God face to face and he'll welcome you saying, good job, a good and faithful servant. Yeah. That's mm. success for me. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So that was good. my next question, now that we've, um, we define success. How do you reach that? I, like all of the answers are correct. How do we, how does someone our age, like reach, get there? You said, uh, Gerard, you said that uh, you don't think you're successful right now. Mm. How, how do you reach? Like, do you have a, is there something God taught you? Is there principles that God taught you to that's that's helping you be on your way to success yeah 100 percent um so over the course of me being christian um what is it like five four five years now um you know like i, I went through that all that stage like um rebellion coming back to god recommitting and then like just skyrocketing now i'm a leader now i'm on the worship team you know i'm preaching at church sometimes and just like all this mm-hmm. other stuff <laughs> Thanks, Vic. <laughs> Love the support. But like, yeah, yeah, I just, um, God, over the course of these years, God's been teaching me so much about um, like discipline. Like one of the mm. disciplines he's taught me is to make my de- my bed every day. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's every single day. And yeah. now it's a habit. If I, if I leave the house and didn't make my bed, I feel gross. Like it's just like, oh, yeah. I forgot to make my bed. Yeah. And I have to get home, make my bed, and then jump into it. No, that's a joke. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like um seriously, like God's been teaching me all these all these practical things about um I would say stewardship or leadership, something like that. Yeah. Um just so that when I think I get to the point of success, I'm not an idiot about it. I'm mm. not boastful about it. Yeah. Like I ha- like I won't be like, oh, I've got all this stuff under my name. Like, who are you to be like this to me? Blah blah blah. Um, I think God's been teaching me a lot as well about um, humility. Yep. Um, putting pride aside. Yeah. And just the example of Jesus mm. as a leader. Like he's he says leadership is servanthood. Yep. So he's been teaching me all about that stuff. So. Um, I, I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, All of have, us do. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had a bunch of successes in the past, which mm. I think is successes. Like, um, one of them was, you know, I don't swear anymore. That's a big success to me. Yeah. I make my bed every day now. That's a success to me. Like, so God is just teaching me all these different things and just, uh, it's like, 
it's like a like not a checklist but like sort of a progression thing like you know like uh i'm getting um promoted every single time and god's teaching me something new every single yeah. every single season yeah so to get to that point of success like listen to god like obey the word don't compromise and like actually talk to him yeah he's got so many practical things for you to do so that you can steward whatever he's got in um in front of you so yeah if anyone's listening and they're in that stage where they're like oh maybe they just got out of high school and you know you didn't do too great on your ATAR like bro like Mm. Yeah, I didn't do good. Yeah. Bro, like I'm still I, alive. <laughs> I know. I got a bro, I didn't do good and now I'm doing a masters. Like you know what I mean? I got a sixty five yeah. ATAR. Yeah. You know like mm. you know, so it's not the end of the world if you if you didn't do too well at ATAR. Like people Who cares? Yeah, people Gosh. like no one asks you, bro. Like I didn't go into my master's degree and be like, oh bro, dude, what what did what did your um ATAR look like? Like no one uh, yeah. no one cares. You know but what I mean? still do your best. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not saying I'm not saying flunk your ATAR to make a point. That's stupid. Don't ever do that. Like, um, work heartily as unto the Lord, not for men. Yeah. You're doing this for God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think ATAR is a measure of how good you are academically. Academically. When people are wired in a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like uni isn't for everybody. Yeah. It really nope. isn't. Like our head pastor never. I don't know if he's ever gone to uni. I don't know. Didn't he like no. drop out in year? I don't know, yeah, sometime I in high school, started a business. School. He never went to uni. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's and I he's look at so him, he's smart. successful. So yeah. intelligent. He's so wise. Like mm. that just goes to show like um education is only supposed to make you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. That's why like I know all I know of so many people where, you know, they're the smartest smartest cookie in the bunch, right? Mm. They they know everything under the sun. But they can't talk for crap. They can't get a job because they don't know how to communicate. Mm. And I got told off in school because my biggest strength was communicating. I love to talk. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And now, I like my... Exhibit A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love talking. And it's just like, um, with that, I can, I can put this ability of mine into practice, into wherever God is calling me into. Because God wants a communicator. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? How did Jesus spread the gospel? He didn't... He didn't text message anyone, you know. He he went out there and actually talked to people. Yeah. How do you how do you grab all the disciples? He said, "Come follow me." Like mm. how you like he had great communication skills. Yeah. Right. So, if anything, if you're straight out of high school, you flunked HSC, work on your communication skills, get a job where you actually have to push yourself. And if you're in- introverted, that's okay because I get introverted at, at times. Chains an introvert, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, <laughs> but she can talk. You talk to her, you can talk for hours. Right? She can talk about anything. And that's just because she has experience. Yeah, you just keep <laughs> you just keep putting yourself out there. True. All this stuff. And if you're like in in that stage after uni, Jello, I think you're the best one to to um to talk about this with. Yeah, yeah. Just elaborate. Like obviously, um you've encountered family gatherings. They're like, Oh Jello, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do now? Like yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like are you like are you are you a nurse? Are you a mailman? Like I'm not a nurse. <laughs> yeah, see? Like every every Filipino I know has a nurse in their family. Yeah. Like yeah, so what, what how do you go about those situations where it's like kinda awkward and you don't really want to talk about it, like you're still um maybe the person listening right now is still trying to find themselves per se. Yeah. And um, they're still trying to work out on what God wants them to do in their life. Well, how would you handle that whole situation? Uh, so first and foremost, I would tell them to be born again. Like you've got to hear from God, man. Otherwise you're lost. Otherwise you're being pulled in different directions. That's right. You don't know which one to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're born again and you hear from God, then you've got direction. So when I was, when I finished uni, I didn't have a job. I never had a job. So I was one of those educated, smart people who didn't know how to talk. Mm. I knew it. Like I was, I could, I was a grammar Nazi. I could uh, fix a sentence for you. I could uh, give you, I could hand in an assignment, but I had no skills. Mm. Um, but I had the bachelor's degree, so I thought I was successful. So, but after I finished uh, uni, I was just seeking God. I like everyone our age knows the job 
seeking game is so like soul crushing when you get rejected all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you go through months without work and you're just at home doing nothing mm-hmm. and you're not at uni mm-hmm. and you're not in high school anymore. So you're not mm-hmm. talking to all your friends every day. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was kind of torturing my soul. Yeah. Um, but what did you I learn had from that? So it made me hungry. Yeah. It made me hungry for like, uh, a lot of the time people get complacent and apathetic because they're comfortable with it. Like they have, they have paycheck, they rely on the paycheck, they have friends, they rely on their friends. And then where's God? You know, God is like knocking on the door of their heart. They're not opening because they're comfortable. Mm. But it may, I was uncomfortable. I wanted something more. I knew that I had something in me. So I was seeking God because I knew that my creator knew, knows what I'm made for. Yeah. I was seeking God and I was applying for everything. Some... Some people uh, got back to me and I didn't get peace. So I didn't go forward. And then this yeah. ugly job, I got peace. <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to it. I find out it's a door-to-door sales. Disgusting job. <laughs> <laughs> but I, get, I have peace inside and I'm, like, I'm, I'm hearing, don't, don't leave. Okay. I go, uh, my first day, I start at 9 o'clock. And then I finish 1 a.m. the next day. I'm like, oh, stuff this. <laughs> God, I must have heard wrong. <laughs> wow. I st- and then I called my pastor. My pastor, my pastor Rod, tells me, oh, just stay, stay a little bit more. And it helps to have uh, people who hear God around you. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially God, like, at, that, at that moment, I was overwhelmed. I couldn't hear God. Mm. Like even if he did say stay, I would have been like, no, stuff that, you know, <laughs> this, you, this is disgusting. <laughs> what a disgusting job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went the next day and I walked out because I just couldn't handle it. And I didn't call Pastor Rod because I knew he was going to tell me to stay. And I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> stuff that. So I drove home uh, and I started uh, handing out resumes and I hear God. I hear God like, a hundred percent it's God because everything in my entire being except that is telling me to leave. Um, you've got to stay. You've got to go back. I'm like, oh, stuff that. No, you've got to go back, man. And then I said, either you change me, which I, in my head I thought, that's impossible, <laughs> or I'm not going back. And then five minutes later, Jamison, he sends me a text a text out of the blue. He doesn't know how I have the job. And he sends me uh, a video that's titled How to Change Your Mind. I'm like, oh, come on. And I read it. Why are you always right for God? And then I watched, Dang it. I watched it and it changed me. I'm like, trick. <laughs> and then I, got, I went back there. I'm going to go back. I went back there and um, it was door to door. Like I was introverted like crazy. I didn't know how to speak properly. Uh, yeah, like... Anybody from high school can can tell you that I struggled making sentences. Like, it sounded like whenever I speak, you'd think I'm an idiot. But whenever I write, I'm Still a right. Just kidding. But yeah, in that in that door-to-door sales job, I was I was trained pretty much. God, that was God's way of training me to uh, be where I am at now, and yeah. I'm not done yet. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the way. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my advice. You got to know God. You got to hear God. Know what he sounds like. Mm. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest key. Hey, just hearing God. Because I've, like, my ambitions kept switching like every single year. When I finished high school, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do, um, what's it called? Sports science at UNSW. Mm. And then <laughs> I thought I got accepted. And then it turns out I didn't. So I made a fool of myself. So I was like, okay, so what do I do? Mm. And then I knew I wanted to help someone. And then I got a acceptance letter for psychological science yep. um, at Macquarie. So I was like, oh, cool. That sounds, that sounds really cool. So I accept it. I'm doing classes. I'm like, man, this is not for me. Mm. I can't do this. So I changed it to, uh, and I did, um, I did have other electives like music. Mm. And I was doing music. I was like, whoa, this is so fun. I love this. I could do this for like my whole life. So I, I'm taking music yep. and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just be a music teacher, stuff it. 
this is awesome. I'd love, I'd love to teach a kid music. So I, I'm going through it, and then this one, this one, this one thing happened over the course of my three-year degree, where our church does um, outreach, and then this kid goes to us. He goes to me. He's like, "Man, what are you, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, we're just, we're just trying to spread love here, bro. Jesus, Jesus is love, and if you, if you need to know him, I can introduce him to you." He goes, "Man, you don't." Why are you spreading it here? There's no love here. And I'm just like, whoa, hmm. that's crazy. Like if, if, I don't know how old he was, maybe he was like 13, 16. But if he's, if he's that age, imagine the adults. Hmm. You know what I mean? Something has to be done. And then at that point, God showed me all these different visions of me um, working with these, with the, with like um, these troubled areas and stuff and all these um, people who think they're, they're going nowhere. You know, I've had all these different um, confirmations with it as well. You know, Pastor Paul's spoken over me and he's just like, whoa, this is like, okay, this is, I'm going for it now, you know? And that's what I'm doing my master's in now. And it's just like, everything is just planning out and everything that I need to do, God is like making a way and I love mm. it. It's so good. Like the best thing you can do is just listen, 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 listen to God mm. and obey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Jane, you're, you were... Are you still introverted? You're not. No. No. She's no, not. I'm not by faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, how when, um, when relatives and that come over, how do you how do you approach <laughs> that? Like, oh, what do you do now? I might get a Phil accent, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but I've been blessed to have parents that are like super supportive as well. Yeah. So, like, when I um, started to pursue. Um, like music or anything creative, they were just, you know, 100% there, like backing me up. So, mm. um, mm. like, so whenever relatives do come over, they like talk me up and like, um, they're like, oh yeah, she, she leads worship at church. Mm. She's a youth leader. Mm. Uh, play she a CD on repeat in the car. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> honest. <laughs> honest. Like for an hour straight, in Philippines, when we went to Philippines, they were giving out singles, uh, like uh, like River Nation singles, like oh, listen to wow. listen to our daughters, <laughs> wow. listen to our daughters sing. Uh, but yeah, um, but through um, that, like how as well as my oh sorry go. How did you get to where you are now? Like, uh, would you say that you're on your way? Um, yeah. Yeah. How did, how did someone get to your, like that sensation of I'm on my way to wherever God wants me to go? Mm. So just like you were saying, like what you guys were saying just before is just honestly just listening to God. Cause mm. I tried to do my own way before. Um, like for example, like I wanted to pursue language mm. and interpretation yeah. i went to uni for it mm. twice oh. and dropped out <laughs> twice <laughs> and and um on the second time i told my pastors about it and and um i was already like my first semester in and i was passing everything i was doing really great i felt really good about myself and then um i think it was, it was, no, it was both pastors. Pastor Rod and Pastor Chris were both like, did you pray about this? Did you really get God's okay with this? And, and I was like, <laughs> I didn't say anything because I knew mm. it was just me. So, um, yeah. And then after that, everything at uni just went downhill because <laughs> like I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm. So, um, as soon as I could, I just like dropped out. I, like yeah i dropped out however the way that you do that and then um yeah and then i decided to just really um yeah just pursue it and it doesn't look like you know you go out and just do things straight away yeah. it's just the step by step thing yeah um what god showed me was like an overview of mm. everything that was supposed to happen he showed me like an end goal but yeah um, yeah. he, he doesn't show everything that's supposed to happen. Yeah. He like, for me, he just showed me do this next. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. once you do that, then there'll be a light. Like it, he's, he's the light 
that lights up our path you know mm. so yeah. every step that you take it's it's just gonna become more clear mm. and um just it will just make sense as you do it because yeah. like at the point at that point i really didn't understand like how it was gonna work out yeah. but i mean when when we did it 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 just worked out and um like every everything had its place and everything just yeah just worked and flowed together so well like for example when we went to Easterfest like oh. this was years ago though but um we just had one song and a couple covers on YouTube mm. Mm. and um just a mate of ours was like you should you guys should just you know apply for this and go for it mm. and then um it's crazy cuz they don't usually um take people who just started like yep. who are just yeah. starting out mm. and um yeah and so we just did it we just went for it and um put ourselves out there mm. and it just and worked out it. yeah we yeah, actually met so another band there who's who've been trying to get into Easterfest for years mm. Mm. and here river nation comes in and they just get accepted straight away Jeez. that's like the favor of god right yeah. there that's yeah. so awesome yeah. yeah. So if you're not born again, you got to get born again. Yeah, Vic. Like we were talking about jobs in that before. Like how um, <laughs> all of us have have been talking about like in that search for a job. Like how do you? Like it's so discouraging. I still remember the feeling. Like I'm in the midst of it right now. Like I'm looking for a job right now. You know, and it's just like nothing's falling through. Like how how do you like? What would you say would be the best encourager right now? Like how do you keep yourself encouraged? Um, you're allowed to be discouraged. You're allowed to cry <laughs> is probably what I'm going to say first because yeah. the amount of times I try to have like a, a strong face every time you get uh, an email that says, we regret to inform you. Uh, dear Victoria, we regret to inform you. Dear Victoria, we regret to inform you. Like mm. I've... I can apply... Y'all don't really regret it though. <laughs> no, because it's computer generated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, I remember there was one day specifically, I think it was last year, the year before, I had like a meltdown because yep. <laughs> I was I was short on rent mm. and I literally like applied for like a hundred jobs in one day. Yeah. Like I literally just sat there on seek and I was like, apply, 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 apply. And I like tweaked all the, I had like a cover letter for each different kind of industry that I went into and mm. I would just change it a little bit depending on the specific job. And I had like a different resume for all of them so that, um, what I wanted highlighted most for that job was at the top and mm. like I, I had like emails and stuff for when you couldn't just apply on Seek you had to send an actual email and then I apply and then I attached all this other stuff like yeah yeah I do that for job for months on end and like the only thing that can really get you through is like you need to hear from God because I accepted a job that I was not supposed to be in mm. I don't know if you guys remember was that I was agency you can't say it Okay, I'll bleep, it out. It out, Oops, yeah. I'll bleep it out. Oops, I'll bleep it out. I can't say that? it. That's in my contract. If you want, um, if you want to hear the unbleep version, no, you gotta pay twenty bucks. <laughs> Just you, gotta, you gotta buy our album. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, I literally can't say it's on my yeah, contract. I'll just bleep um, it out. Uh, I worked for a travel agency, and I thought it was a great idea. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was gonna have the time of my life because I like travel and I like talking about traveling and i like researching places and i still do now um and it's not good mm. i i got really depressed just like working there because they made me work on sundays when i specifically told them that i don't work on sundays mm. and <laughs> after the training the um my manager calls me up he's like hi can you work sunday <laughs> <laughs> pretty much he's like congratulations i heard you passed look the roster is um Tuesdays to Sundays mm. <laughs> I was like no no okay fine whatever I was like God's testing me this is a test <laughs> wrong mindset right mm. but I was like it's just a test like I'll get through it he said it was only for like the first two months and I was like okay all right Holy Spirit let's do this and I got in there and I was actually pretty good at my job mm. like I was getting clients in and um, oh, I remember the very, very last day I did something unheard of and like everyone was congratulating me and I was in, I worked in like the busiest office in Sydney, right? Mm. And, um, 
like there was business upstairs and then upstairs from that was first class and someone who works in first class who like manages there she came down to me when I was packing up and I was doing like all, all my end of day stuff and she was like wow you did that congratulations but I knew in, inside I was like I can't take this I need to quit I can't take this like this mm. is I feel disgusting yeah mm. I can't do this no this peace is, yeah disgusting yeah. and <laughs> and um where am I going um so what 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 helped you stay encouraged that whole time oh true um knowing that it's not forever <laughs> mm. and it's like temporary. we're still young hey we're heaps young we're 20 we're heaps we're sti- young yeah we're, we're like in our 20s we're only yeah. in our 20s like oh i saw something ah. t- sorry <laughs> You're sitting next to me next time till Chan. Um, I saw something online today on Instagram. Shout out. Um, it's not affiliated, sorry. Um, <laughs> it was it was it said like trusting God isn't always easy. Doing what's right isn't always easy. Um, being honest isn't always easy. But don't quit just because it's not easy. Mm. And mm. I was like, Oh dang How <laughs> yeah. was me in two thousand. You better praise him. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Like you have to force yourself sometimes. I mean, you guys get up worship team all the time and you see the faces at the front, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, praise God. Lift up your hands. A quote, there's like, yeah, a yeah. quote that helped me was, uh, anybody can do it when it's easy, but it mm. takes a champion to do it when it's hard. Mm. Mm. Dang. That's so why like, we that's champions. Nice. That's why I'm, and then I'm, I'm a champion. So. Champ. Hang on, champ. Yeah. yeah. So. What is an overcomer? He overcomes things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's right. So but if there's it's nothing so to overcome, yeah. you can't be an overcomer. That's it. Yeah, true. But we're overcomers. So we have to, so we have, to have something to overcome mm. in order to overcome it. Mm. Yeah. Even if it's a little hurdle. Yeah. Even if it's just like a little pebble. Yeah. It's still <laughs> an over- something to overcome. A rock in your shoe. Oh, that's so You got to stop. You got to pause it. Wow. I'm being like really motivational right yeah. now. <laughs> so like, so what I can get from... Your story is you can <laughs> sometimes people rush into jobs that aren't for them just yep. so that people they can get people off their back. Yeah, I got a job. Uh-huh. What are you doing now? Actually, yeah, I got a job. I missed a bit. So I accepted the job, right? Like yeah. she called me up. She's like, are you still interested? And I was like, yes, yes, of course. I, yes. And she's like, okay, come into the training day. And I was like, okay. And literally as I was walking down the street, then this another woman from like a, an agency, she called up and she was like, hey, I have two jobs lined up for you. Are you still looking for a job? And I was like, oh, actually, I just accepted a job for um, <sighs> another place. But, but, but. When she was saying like she had two jobs, I felt peace. And I was like, oh, I really want to accept those jobs. Like they sound amazing. Mm. But I'd already accepted the other job. And I was like, oh, do you like, do you keep your word and say you accepted that one job? Or do then I go, do I mm. then go back on my word and accept the other jobs that feel that like I have peace with? Yeah. Because in my head, the travel agency job was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. But then she had office jobs lined up for me, which I was like, I don't want to work in an office anymore. But I had peace in here. Mm. And my head was like, nah, you don't want those anyway. Mm. So Dang. in hindsight, so you, you know the disobeyed. Answer. Yes. <gasps> wow. <sighs> Victoria, a leader You live disobeyed. and you learn. Exactly. Yeah. You live and you learn. Yeah. So Pastor had Chris has a lot of stories. Pastor Paul has a lot of stories. If I didn't have stories, who would I be? Yeah. So Ooh. how do you... How do you discern what is, what like that, that piece that we're talking about? How what is? How do you? How your do you recognize it? Your so mind it's just goes like a million miles per hour telling you that something's good, but inside you're it's like, just like nah, nah. Or it's Holy the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, this is good, this is good, this is good, and the Holy Spirit's like, no, this one's good. It mm. literally feels like um, this sort of tension in in your soul. Mm. I have no other way to describe it. It just feels like this is uh, like. Don't do it. Like, you have to be born again to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. And if you f- if you think you can't hear from God, that's a life straight from the pit of hell. Because Jesus says, okay. "My sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. My sheep can hear me." So, are you a sheep of God? Yes. Yay. So you can hear Jesus. But okay. You can hear the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. And if you are born again, Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So if you, why would some, why would Holy Spirit live inside of you and not say a thing? Until you get to heaven. That's that's not a relationship, man. Like if imagine a husband and wife <laughs> lived together for years yep. and was silent the whole time. What kind of marriage is that? Mm. Like you might as well like you know what I mean? Yep. So 
hear from God, hear from God, hear from God. And like this, this, it's just like a knowing, like, mm. like you go into a place and you're just like, oh, something feels off here, mm. you know? And then you start, you know, praying in tongues or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and then there's like a release. Yeah. Mm. Or like, you know, with, you're with your, um, you're like reading the word and something jumps out of you. That's God speaking to you. Mm. Like you feel like a, an excitement inside of you, mm. you know? And yeah, so let's do it. Um, so it's a sort of excitement when it's an, it's an excitement inside of you, not in your head, mm. right? Because your head can, yeah, your heart is deceitful, right? Yeah. Mm. So Holy Spirit, like you need to have, you need to ask God like, hey, is this the right thing, God? And then, like, actually pray about it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Pray about it. Don't just, don't just wait a minute and be like, "Well, I guess I'll take it because I didn't hear anything." You know what I mean? Like, be patient. Okay. Hmm. Take, you okay. know, if it takes a week, it takes a week. You know. Um, hmm. That what do you that's think? where we we differ because sometimes, like, I'm waiting a week and I don't hear anything, and then I'm like, I'll go, and then when I go. I feel no peace. And then I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. So that's wrong. Yeah. So I'll go here. So like something uh, one of our pa- Pasadena taught us was like, or taught me was it's hard to lead a boat. That if it's anchored. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the rudder doesn't work unless the boat is moving. Mm. Mm-hmm. The sails don't work unless it's moving. Like if you steer the ship and it's not, and it's not like moving, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So mm. like you've got to have, God's grace is sufficient for you. So mm-hmm. if if you uh if your heart is I'm like my heart is I want to listen to God. If you miss it, he's still there. Mm. Yeah. If your heart is for him, you know yeah. what I mean? My bad. My bad for saying that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like yeah, I I totally yeah, I my bad. So like yeah, yeah. So you agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that 100%. I disagree with Pastor Rod. <laughs> like you're wrong, bro. But like yeah, so um, take the first step yeah. and then Holy Spirit will be like, no. And then you yeah. get it. Like you, um, another thing Pastor Dean was saying was the green light, um, red light and the yellow light. Hmm. So green light means yes. Um, stop light means no. And then yellow is like proceed with caution. Hmm. Right. So if you get the yellow light, proceed with caution. Like you understand when you take the first step and you're obeying God. Yeah. When you're, you need to practice hearing God. Yeah. Like I, I ha- I've had words of knowledge, which I thought were right, but were completely wrong. Yeah. And then I'm just like, can I pray for you anyway? And they're like, okay. So they, either way, through a wrong word of knowledge, they got mm. blessed. Yeah. Mm. Just take the step. Yeah. Just yeah. build up. Yeah, like yeah. Don't, don't start with, I'm going to walk across this crocodile infested waters mm. because I heard God. I, f- I think I heard God, you know. I think I heard God. I'm gonna test. I'm gonna test it out. So like, start. Start where your faith is. You know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Uh, Chayen, uh, looking back, how how. Uh, in instances where you've heard from God, how did you discern? How did I discern? Yeah, um, I guess, like the closest thing to describe peace, because mm. that's what it was. It's yep. it's peace is just um just this gut feeling mm. or like i guess like intuition like mother's intuition right. it's just this it's just this thing inside <laughs> this knowing yeah mm. just this knowing and then um uh yeah and it's just like yeah pretty much what everyone just said is like your mind is doing something and doing it, black lips. yeah mm. but like and and your emotions are like going wild mm. but like um there's something deep inside you just saying you know just go for it yeah like um yeah um and i've come to a point where like i've listened to fear so much in my life and that i know like how it speaks now mm. to me yeah, yeah. specifically mm. And and I can and and the difference between that and having a relationship with Jesus is I know how he talks to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like there's this thing that he says to me that 
like brings me peace every time mm. and it's just this like it's just one word literally it's one word but i won't tell you okay mm. so yeah it's a secret it's between me and god That's so good. when you have a relationship with god you'll have your own language like yeah. me and my sisters like gerard knows <laughs> like we talk like almost way. in our own language yeah. almost it's is it's just um mm. And like, you guys get each other, right? Yeah, yeah we yeah, get yeah. each other. We can understand each other, even though to everyone else it's it sounds like gibberish, like gibberish yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much just laughing the whole time. I'm yeah. getting there, though. I can understand like a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah. So, and that's all because of relationship. So, if I didn't have that relationship with Jesus, that's it. Yeah. then I would have no idea what peace sounded like or what it felt like. Mm. I wouldn't know. Like, it's, it's an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. And yeah. that's... Mm. that's really what it takes because like um i had this image in my head where um like uh there was just so much noise going on in the room mm. but then the one thing that you want to listen to you get closer to mm. like you put your ear against so the more intimate the more closer you are to that source to that sound then like the more clear it is the more it'll drown out every other sound in the room. So it's all about intimacy, relationship, and yeah. 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 Can we talk about hearing God for a sec, bro? Yeah. Like how, like, I think we've heard this, we've talked about this before, but all of us here have gotten into a fast. Mm. And within that fast, we hear God clearly. Yeah. Amen. So definitely, definitely, definitely fast. Mm. Fasting is such a blessing. Like, don't be stupid about it though. Yeah, don't be an idiot about it. Like, um, be wise about fasting too. Yeah, if God tells you wise. to be, if God tells you to do a full fast, do a full fast. If He tells you to do partial, a partial, do a partial. <laughs> fast. That's 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 hard because like I want to. I'm doing this fast to hear God, but I have to hear God about <laughs> fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, but like, you get me though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but for like, you'll know. You, yeah, yeah. You just know. Like, do like a 30-day water fast, pretty much. Yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll, start. that'll just shock you. Like to have, um, if you know, mm. and not it's not uh, it's not like uh, I'm going to prove that I know by doing it. Mm. It's uh, I know, and so I do. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah. Yes. Like that verse when Jesus is tempted in the wilderness to jump off a cliff. Mm. He says, don't test God. Mm. And that is like... Uh, because of this word, I'm going to do it, you know, mm. instead of I have faith in and I have faith that that's what he told me mm. and I'm trusting in him. So I'll do it. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the heart of it, of fasting. Yeah. So yeah, um, I relate completely with the, um, like there's some, there's something unique about God's voice that I get that I, yeah. that helps me distinguish that it's God. And it's, it's unique with everybody. Like Pastor Rod was helping us with that. Mm. Like there's this, some, there's, um, there's something that, God, um, he gets like a signal. Yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like the devil, any like anything else can counterfeit that peace, because there'll be peace, but you know it's not from God. Mm. There's probably like peace because it's lack of anxiety, you know, yeah. versus peace that's that surpasses all understanding. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. The the thing that I picture is like a wavy ocean, like it's a storm on the ocean. On the surface, it's like really like violent, but inside it's it's still, and that's that peace that like I mm. I imagine, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Bottom line, if you're in that job ser searching stage, in in actually in any stage, you've got to hear from God, mm. and uh, we the best way you've got to just move, take the first step, and hear. It says, uh, those that know their God shall do exploits. Yeah. So you've got to know him. Mm. And the only way to know him are let's like, how do we know God? How do you learn about God? It's, uh, it's the same way uh, I get to know my friends. Mm -hmm. I have to spend time with them. Yep. I have to like, just remember how they sound. Remember what they, you know, uh, I don't know if it's too spiritual, but like what they look like. Like how does God look you know what does love look like what does all of this stuff in the bible look like how can i recognize it in the you know mm. um just learning learning and 
spending time like uh, something I do and something ev- everyone should do like just before uh, you just go in your room lock the door and just spend time with God mm. like there's no role playing something uh, like uh, uh, there's no role playing prayer like you're not mm. um, you're not praying so that people can see that you're praying and you're holy yeah. and you're this uh, prayer warrior you're praying mm. because you want to know God Mm. Yeah. And you're reading the word not not to preach, but you're pr- you're reading the Bible to know God, mm. to understand Him. Yeah, mm. and then you'll just faith comes by hearing and hearing. So there's something supernatural by reading the Bible. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, start there. Like if you're if you've never heard God, start there. Read the Bible. Yeah. So mm. in Isaiah, it, it talks about um, how he's how God is the one who teaches you how to profit. Mm. And other words, he'll teach you how to be successful. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So how are you going to learn to be successful if you're not seeking him? Yeah. How are you going to learn to be successful if you're not actually digging out the word and be like, oh, so this mm. is what I have to do. Like, well, There's so many practical examples of how to work in the workplace, yep. how to serve people, yep. how to be Christ-like, yep. you know? Like you look at the life of Jesus and he's just, he's just all out love. Mm. Like, there's so many practical examples that you can take from the Bible and apply it into your workplace, apply it into um, uni, in school, what, like whatever stage of life you're in. Yeah, let's like, elaborate on that. So each one of us share a principle or a lot of this is like fine tuning. So when you get your purpose, um, the, the image that I get is a plane. So if a plane has a destination... And it's just a smidge, of course, it won't reach the destination. It has mm. to has to be fine-tuned exact, yeah, all the time. Mm. So you've got to really be led. So <clears throat> what, are f- what are some things that God taught you that fine-tuned you? We'll start chaining and go around. <laughs> we'll start with giraffe. We'll <laughs> start with me. Um, so there's, a, there's so many scriptures. Um, First one that comes to mind is um, God opposes the proud, gives grace to the humble, mm. right? There's that one. Um, work heartily as unto, unto the Lord and not for men. Mm. Um, the the greatest of all is a servant of all. Mm. That's what Jesus says. You know, um, what else is it? There's so many things. Um, yeah. It's just, oh yeah, a, a, a student is not greater than their master. Mm. Mm. Um, but they become like the ma- a master teacher, yeah. Um, can't serve God and money. Mm. That's a big one. Yeah, so there's all these different things that have, um, you know, like Jesus talks about the log in your own eye. Mm. Mm. So God, like uh, what I've experienced is like removing the log. And every time something comes in, the, like a log comes back in, I ha- I find the scripture. I'm like, okay, let's take this log out again. And it's just like, okay, 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 okay. Like all this stuff starts bubbling up again. And it's just like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. What does the word say about this? What does the word say about this? Like um, in Acts, I think it's 17. It talks about the Berean Jews. Yeah. Paul preaches to him. And then the Berean Jews were the studious of most. And they searched the scriptures to see whether or not what Paul was saying was true. So in the same way, we can dig the scriptures to see what we need for that very season, in that very moment in time, how to apply this in the workplace, like how to be a Christian in the workplace, how to be Christian at uni, how to be Christian at school, how to be, um, how to be all these faithful, like a faithful steward of um, all these different things that God is like giving us. So mm. all these, yeah, mm. um, those are the things that are fine to me. It's just the word, man. Like the word brings the Bible. Yeah. yeah. The, just the Bible, man. Like. Read the whole Bible. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. So Vic, what's what's a principle that God has taught you? Sorry. I, I think the the main one, because I actually did some reflecting earlier in mm. the week. Yeah. Or was it last week? I don't remember oh when. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I think like the main one, like, over the years, like the scripture that I constantly say to myself is God is not a man that he should lie. Mm. And like God is faithful because 
you know, like growing up, there are like good people in your life, but like they're not good, mm. you know? Like God is not a man that he should lie. So what, what is the reasoning behind God lying to me? There's mm. no reason. There's, there's nothing. He, he has nothing to gain by lying to me about making me not fulfill my destiny. Mm. There's nothing he could gain from that. There's, he doesn't have fun with it. He, he thinks he gets really sad when you're not on your purpose, when you're not doing your destiny. So for me, that was like a huge thing because, you know, people always like they can encourage you to do one thing, you know, like, um, should I dye my hair pink? Sure, go ahead. You'll look great. Um, sh should I, I, I don't know, should I like get three inch heels or something and be taller than everybody that I know because they're all, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> go on. <laughs> what are you going to say? Ah, Jesus. Um, but, you know, like people encourage you because they want you to like try out different things. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. It's not good for me to constantly bleach my hair mm. and then um, over bleach it. And then it could possibly, you know, break off where it was bleached. And then I'd walk around with a pixie cut, you know, mm. like I don't think that's nice. So it's like uh, make sure your company's good. Like your the people you hang around is good. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm still on God's. God doesn't lie. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> missed so it, if, bro. If you missed <laughs> it. Dang. <laughs> if, I, like, if I ask God, like, should I do something? He doesn't get any pleasure out of telling me to do the wrong thing. Mm. Like that, that was huge for me. And like I, I keep going back to that because I constantly have to renew my mind about that. And the other thing is God is faithful, which kind of goes in line with he doesn't lie. Because God is faithful to his word. Everything that he has said will come to pass. Yeah. There's nothing in his word that has not happened. There's nothing in his word that will not happen mm. because he does not mm. lie. He mm. doesn't gain anything by lying. So if <laughs> if the Bible isn't the true word of God, it's just a book of lies. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So how has that lesson changed you? Like what have you done with that? Just to constantly tell myself. Mm. That God is good, God is faithful, and He doesn't lie. Mm. So that every time He tells me to do something, I know I can go out and do it. Mm. Mm. Like yeah. more confidence, more more boldness, mm. fearless. Mm. Yeah. yeah. God won't tell you to do something just for the sake of it. Mm. He's telling you to do it because He knows you can do it. He's He's got. He, he doesn't want to laugh at you failing. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't get any yeah, pleasure yeah, out of no. that. No, He He knows you can do it. Like He. Um, if a kid hurts themselves, who is happy? Not the kid. <laughs> ah, they like start screaming at your face. Like, who wants that? No mm. one wants that. Yeah. yeah so like, God doesn't want that for any of his children. Yeah. Mm. I remember Dr. Kirby, something that stuck with me. He's like, God means you well. Mm. I'm like, wow. <laughs> How deep. <clears throat> for oh, real, actually, though. I just had that. I was... Um, I actually wrote it like today or yesterday or something. Like, you know how people say God is kind? Mm. Like that makes sense. But I feel like it's been oversaid so much that I don't understand it anymore. Mm. But the other day, God, um, like Holy Spirit was like, God is nice. Like he wants to give you nice things. <laughs> yeah. He wants to God's be nice, nice to you. Yeah, sometimes it's like, it's so refreshing like, to hear. A different word. Differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to me, kind is like with merciful and stuff. Like he'll forgive me of my sins and stuff. But God is nice means he wants to get you nice things. He wants to make sure that you're looked after. He wants to make sure you have a nice haircut. He wants to make sure you have the right glasses. Mm. Like God wants to be nice to you. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. Cheyenne. So, um, yeah, I, I grew up in, in the mindset like, I grew up in the Christian, like, being Christian, like, in the mindset of I have to please someone. Right. Mm. So, like, fine-tuning that mm. is just, like, refocusing who I'm pleasing. So, mm. my my perspective just completely shifted when he showed me, like, these people are going to pass away. Yeah. And I'm still going to be here and you're going to meet me face to face. Mm. And um, mm. yeah, Damn. so <laughs> I was like, okay. God. Sorry, God. <laughs> Sorry. First yeah. person you meet when you die is him. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Nobody That's else. Good. And um, Hello, yeah, and then I just, <laughs> yeah, and I just saw like um, in hindsight of everything that I've done, um, like at that point in time, he doesn't care. But at the very moment, like at the same time, it breaks his heart. Mm. So I'm like, man, I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Mm. Like, I don't want to sin, and I don't want to, I don't want to, like, cause that. Hurt. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. like to if if I were to do that to Yang, man, I don't like I hate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, like no one wants to. Okay, and and you, Victoria, okay. I would hate to see you cry. Honest. So, <laughs> but yeah, like um, just like any other relationship, you don't want to see them hurt, and you do. You would do like you would go out of your way, just to see them like you know happy, and um, that was that was one thing because like um. Yeah, I was living most of my Christian life just to please others and live the expectation of mm, others. Yeah. And and that really wrecked me and that can really cause a lot of people to just really burn out because mm. yeah. you're not you're not getting strength yeah from That's them. Yeah. You're, yeah, um, like their praise only lasts for like um like yeah. it's really temporary. Mm. Like but then when you get joy and peace from the lord like knowing that you've pleased him it's everlasting and it gives you strength and so that's yeah. um that's one of the things hmm. that i've really learned yeah. to fine tune in my life yeah 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 for me it's like very similar but instead of um me wanting to please others it was more um like, what about me? You know what I mean? Like, I was extremely selfish, like, just very entitled. And I had, and God had to really, like, put me through a lot of stuff for me to, like, because that, that became, like, a stronghold to me. Like, what about me? You know? Um, it was trying to make this relatable. So, just looking, were you, are you, like, going towards affirmation in people? Is that what you're saying? No, it was um it was more it was like oh man. Keep asking me questions. <laughs> um affirmation, was it uh was it looking to people for approval? Was it because you were just saying like, Oh, but what about me though? Like Yeah, but it's kinda like prideful, like selfish. So he's like constantly thinking like about yourself rather than anybody else. What do you mean, like, what about me? Like, what, It was kind of like... What's the context? The the word that... um The phrase that helped me... Uh, that set me free was... It's not about what I can get from it. It's about what I can give. And then that changed my whole world. Mm. Like, that's... That's the key. Like, it's not about... Because, like, if I... If I give... Then what's the return? Mm. You know? Like, if I give to this homeless person, they're not going to give it back. You know, there's no return. There's no, they're like nothing, you know. And God, in the, in the Bible, it talks about how if you give, if you lend to the poor and the people that, that can't pay you back, mm. you get blessed. Mm. Um, and I was always thinking about like, I, I wasn't aware of it at the time. At the time, I was just like hurt, you know. I was just needy. I was a needy person. And it was like, if I did this, I subconsciously felt like, I needed something back in return mm. or like if, um, if I serve in the ministry, mm. I should get acknowledged, right? Mm. Like I'm, if I'm doing all this hard work, shouldn't you clap for me? Like I, that was subconscious. It wasn't in like my conscious mind. Like why aren't they clapping for me? It was this hurt. Like I was just hurting because, um, yeah, like I'm just looking at, around and all these people, they're so happy. Uh, like I'm seeing that they're happy, they're Christians. Like, aren't they supposed to be given to me? Like, man, and I was just hurt. But that that um, that mindset was flipped when I heard like the greatest of all is the servant of all. Mm. It's not about what you can get; it's about what you can give. The game changes around your life. Changes around when your motive is to give. Love does not seek. Uh, it's, love, love does not seek its own love does not ca take account of the wrong done to it mm. I was like completely off man and I think everybody starts off that way like everyone has this subconscious like oh you know but you know what about me you know what's in it for me if I do this mm. you know what I mean and yeah. even like even that um, wanting to please others like what's the root motive of that it's probably like so that you feel good about yourself, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. 
eventually me serving in the ministry didn't feel good to myself, so I stopped doing it, you know. And that's that's the thing that God helped me fine tune, and it was through a lot of um, a lot of trials. Uh, what I had to go through was just like me eating the consequences of my actions. So then I learned the hard way. I don't think you have to learn the hard way all the time. Mm. Like you can learn right now as we're speaking. Mm. Mm. Learn from our lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like why do you have to go to go through the same thing we did? Yeah. When you mm. can just listen and do it. Yeah. 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 yeah you don't have a, to. a good um, illustration of this was from Andrew Womack. And it was like um, being part of a marathon race. And um, and the race was like life, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then so, um, wow. so there's there's two people that you can hear. There's uh, like spectators in the in the bleachers, right? And then um, coaches, mm. right? So coaches um, specifically in marathon races have already done the course themselves. So yeah. they're the per- they're the people that you want to listen to, people who have. Um, fine-tuned already have learnt from their mistakes mm. so that you can avoid them that yeah. you don't have to waste your time yeah. you don't have mm. to waste um, your energy and effort in doing something that could potentially like really hurt you so yeah the a coach's goal is for you to reach the finish line um, yeah um, without um, mm. every mistake that they've learnt that yeah. they've gone through mm. yeah so let's summarize what uh, our principles were. So my one was you've got to give instead of it's better to give than to receive. And the only way you can give and give and give all the time without running dry is to be connected with Jesus. Because that way you're getting and it's just supernatural. Like you can you can keep giving. A lot of the time I hear from um, people um, like You've got to look out for yourself, otherwise you'll, you know, you'll burn out, mm. and then you can give. But yeah, if you're connected to God and you're seeing clear, you can give all the time, mm. and you can never run dry. So yeah, that's mine. My uh, my principle that of fine tuning that I learned: uh, better to give than to receive. Jane. Yeah. So my uh, principle that I had to fine tune was not to live to please others but to please God because I love him and um, I think Lisa Bevere um, said this is that um, if you live by the confirmation of others you'll die by their criticism so yeah Yeah, yeah, so that was a huge thing for me so yeah that (laughs) my principle yeah, like I had like heaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled out the scriptures left, right, the center. Bible. Oh, the Bible. Just the Honest, one that's that's impacted you the most. Impacted Choose me the one. most. The greatest of all is a servant of all. And um, yeah. and the um, uh, a student is not greater than the teacher, mm. Mm. because that that teaches you real humility. Mm. Like um, like what do I know better than my teacher? You know what I mean? Mm. Um. Yeah, greatest force is a servant of all, so I have to serve. Mm. I have to take on the responsibilities that no one else wants to, mm. just like Jesus did. Mm. Like yeah. he washed the people's feet, like his disciples' feet. Then, And like washing the disciples' feet was like the least of the jobs for a servant. Mm. It was the worst, worst thing. And Jesus was like, yeah, I'll wash your feet because mm. I love you guys. That's servanthood. That's mm. awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just love. Just yeah. love. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Victoria. Uh, God's not fake. Mm. Um, yeah, God. I just had it in my head. <sighs> You'll get it then. He's faithful. He's faithful. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I had it. I had it really good. God doesn't gain anything by deceiving you, but the devil gains everything by deceiving you. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so profound. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's I great. Have a Bachelor of Arts. Under Woo! My bed. Hey, me too. Yeah. Under my bed. Oh. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't used I was it like, once. Yay! Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the first episode of <laughs> Harvest Now Conversation. Thanks for staying with us. Yeah, if you made it this far, uh, drop us. What? 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 What should they comment? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. No, um. 
I don't know, man. Don't Just know. leave us a nice little comment. Say what blessed you. Yeah. Um, if you want us to talk about something. Yeah. Message us on Facebook. Tell us how this podcast or other podcast has blessed you. We'd love to hear about it. And we want to, like, we want to interact with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- yeah. So, yeah. it'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us what to talk about. Tell us what would help you. Subjects. Yeah. Yeah. What are you what going are you through? Do you like, we can, oh, yeah. We can do, like, an anonymous sort of Q and A. Q and A, yes. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Have a little panel going. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll finish off with prayer. Cheyenne, can you get can you pray for these people? Of course. Ooh. All right, let's pray. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you love us, Lord, and you meet us where we are. Thank you, Lord, for yeah, just loving us unconditionally. Thank you, Lord, for an intimate Ho- uh, an intimate relationship with your Holy Spirit and Father if if any of those who are listening are lacking an intimate relationship with you Lord I just want to open up their hearts right now Father in Jesus name I thank you Lord that you are meeting them right now and that you are speaking to them right now Lord you say that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. So, Lord, we just rely and we take your word for it in Jesus' name. And um, I thank you, Lord, for every word that has been spoken. We'll just touch the the hearts of these people who are listening. And I, yeah, and I just thank you, Lord, that the reality of your presence and the reality of your love will just overtake them right now in Jesus' name, to override over every thought and every amount of depression, whatever they're going through, Father, every stressful and anxious situation, Father, Jesus, you are meeting them in their situation. You are meeting them in their storm, and you are bringing peace. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo! All right. See you next time. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at harvestnowchurch at gmail.com to suggest a topic to talk about or ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.